0: Chapter 14 of Baltimore Hats. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April Walters. Baltimore Hats by William T. Brigham. Chapter 14 Growth of Business. For many years, the Mackinac took precedence of all straw hats as the most desirable summer article for gentlemen's headwear far outrivaling in its success as a fashion any other straw product ever introduced to the american people having attained this prominent position mainly through its successful management by baltimore manufacturers it forms an important factor in the prosperity of the straw hat industry of baltimore in fact it is the actual foundation of the present large and increasing straw goods business of the city today while the mackinaw hat had previously found favor with a few prominent retailers it was not until the year eighteen sixty eight that mr w t brigham then of the firm william r cole and Company, observing the merits of the article concluded to undertake its introduction to the trade to whom it was generally quite unknown among those who had profitably used the Mackinac for their retail trade were r q taylor of baltimore charles oakford w f warburton and louis blaylock of philadelphia though it was an article of domestic production the beauty and commendable qualities of the mackinaw were indeed a surprising revelation to the trade at large each year added to the popularity of the mackinaw until it became the acceptable american straw hat without which no first-class retailer could consider his stock complete while the great demand existed baltimore continued to supply the larger proportion of all the mackinaw hats sold and taking advantage of the reputation thus gained for such goods, her manufacturers produced other kinds of straw hats, and, by the exercise of proper care and attention, acquired such skill as to secure for the straw goods products of Baltimore the worthy reputation of being the best made in the United States, consequently, and beyond contradiction, the best in the world. In the earliest days of straw hat-making in Baltimore, at the time when the Mackinaw was being introduced, the sewing of straw hats by machine was a new invention, and practically a close monopoly, controlled by a combination of wealthy straw goods manufacturers of the North, who, jointly as a stock company, prevented the sale of the straw-making machines outside their own circle. Fortunately for the success of the new undertaking in Baltimore, the good qualities of the Mackinac hat were more satisfactorily retained by hand sewing, rendering machines in their manufacture a useless requirement thus an advantage was gained in supplying a hand-sewed hat embodying such points of perfection in style and finish as to quite surprise those not familiar with the manufacture of such goods the mackinaw of baltimore make continued to grow in popular favor until it had secured a greater distribution than was ever before attained by any other article of straw hat making a remarkable record for tenacity by holding for upwards of fifteen successive years popularity as the leading article of summer headwear. Baltimore continued to enlarge and increase her straw hat factories and improve their products, so now in this industry she stands in the proud position of being the leading city in the United States in the production of the best class of straw hats. This, in brief, is a history of another branch of the hat business which attained large proportions, supplementing the one which, having gained a degree of importance in the manufacturing history of the city, was by force of circumstances reduced to comparative insignificance. The growth of the straw hat business of Baltimore may be looked upon as somewhat phenomenal. The first introduction of the Mackinac Hat by William R. Cole and Company in 1867 may be taken as the beginning of straw goods manufacturing, and with but a single manufacturing firm existing in 1875, its development increase dates from that time. It's doubtful if in 1875 the total value of manufactured straw goods produced in Baltimore reached the sum of $75,000, while in the face of a steady and constant decline in values, the result of labor-saving machines, together with reduced cost of raw material, an increase in the production of 20-fold is an accomplishment of less than 15 years. This success cannot be attributed to any local advantages, but is due entirely to the energy, enterprise, And business qualifications of those engaged in the business, qualifications which have accomplished the result of giving valuable assistance in the city's advancement as an important manufacturing center. It has also, by the recognized merits of its products, lent a worthy influence throughout the whole United States in sustaining the excellent reputation long enjoyed by Baltimore for the good quality and reliability of its manufactured goods. End of chapter fourteen. Recording by April Walters.